It's about who are you, what do you want, and what are you willing to do to then actually learn how to actually get what you want. There's like this overwhelm of information about what you should or shouldn't be doing. And the clarity comes from doing something and then taking continuous action, even though I didn't know what I was really doing. What matters is that you're taking the action and moving towards your goals. Welcome to Selling Chocolate, the podcast where I am sharing the tactical steps, mindset shifts, and strategies that will help big-hearted entrepreneurs like you expand your visibility, impact, and income, and create consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Around here, we call that sustainable success. I'm your host, Carly Jo Bell, cat lady, business coach, product and service-based business owner, and the founder of Whole Co. Media. By tuning into this episode today, you are showing your brain that not only is it possible for you to create genuinely sustainable success in your business, it's also a reality that is available to you right now. And now all you need to do is listen and then choose to take the aligned next step toward your version of sustainable success. So let's dive in. You know, those people that you meet and you are like, I wish I knew you back when I needed you. (laughs) When I met Flora Ong, a relationship coach based in San Francisco, and I learned what she does, she helps people heal their attachment style so they can truly be ready to find the love of their life. I immediately was like, OMG, I needed you a few years ago. Where were you then? (laughs) Because let me tell you, healing my attachment style is honestly one of the biggest reasons I'm able to be in a healthy relationship with the love of my life today. But I honestly had no idea that there was someone out there who specialized in doing this and who could actually help me heal rather than me having to do that work all on my own. Anyway, Flora is actually a client inside of Expand Level 1, and she started her journey to expanding her business inside of Marketing Magnified, my marketing incubator, helping you create authentic content that connects and converts your audience into paying soul-aligned clients and customers. I'm bringing her into this podcast episode because she is living proof of two things. One, that trying to market in the way that so-and-so says that you should be marketing simply doesn't work, especially if you don't first have the foundations of your sustainable sales system in place. And two, that once you build the foundations of your sustainable sales system, like we do inside of Marketing Magnified, as well as my group program, Expand Level 1, it does not need to take a long time to start converting from your content. Flora, I am so excited to have you here today. Just before we jump in, where can people get connected with you and learn more about working with you? Hi, and thank you, Carly, for having me. I'm a dating and relationship coach, and people can find me either on Instagram at redo.love, that's R-E-D-O dot L-O-V-E, or on TikTok at redo underscore love. Um, and on my website, www.redo.love. Awesome. I love that so much. (laughs) And I'm so excited that you pointed people toward Instagram and TikTok because I know there's so much talk about 
wanting to be able to be on TikTok, converting from TikTok. So I'm super excited to like get into that. But before we do, let's just kind of go back to the beginning here. And I'd love if you could kind of remind me, but also tell our tell the listeners here, kind of what was happening or not happening in your business back in December, January, before we started working together. Um, I was really stuck, I think, around a lot of things, but just kind of, it, it was my first official whole year in business. Um, and I knew I had like my program together, but I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't know where to sell it. Lead generation was really difficult. Um, and also trying to figure out kind of how to structure my uh, information so that people would book calls with me was its own, you know, its own struggle too. So I was really looking for a program like this to help me figure out what I was doing. I really needed guidance, you know, because I think like with all coaches, um, we love what we do in terms of the work, but when it comes to the business side of things, it's not, you know, usually it's not our our thing, you know, so um, that part of it gets really hard. Yeah. And you're on your own, man. You're on your own. Yeah. You totally are on your own. <laughs> and I think that so often, it's so funny, you're talking about like, you know, lead generation and then the fact that you're so great at the stuff you actually like doing, but then the business stuff, because um, you haven't heard this episode yet, but there's another episode coming out in this season where I talk about that whole idea of we just like, you know, are so excited about doing the work that we want to do. But then it's like, oh, I have to do accounting and I have to do marketing and I have to do all of these other things in order to be able to do that work that I actually want to be doing. So with that, I kind of want to hone in specifically on your marketing. So what was happening and where were you marketing? What were you trying? You know, and also how were you feeling about marketing at that point? Um, I was basically just on Instagram, I think. Yeah, 100%. It was 100% on Instagram and Clubhouse uh, at that time. And I was posting, you know, doing my one to two posts a day kinds of thing. Um, Reels had just started. So I started to kind of do reels. Um, but it wasn't garnering much. I mean, Instagram is like a monster these days, as far as I'm concerned. And then Facebook bought it. And I don't know how much you want to talk about that, but <laughs> I don't have yes. a lot of kind words to say, but I'll leave that there. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I was just, you know, I just kind of felt like I was putting stuff out there. There was some engagement. People were, you know, people were responsive here and there, but it just, I I wasn't booking clients. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe that also at some point you were telling me that you had tried to do like an ads funnel as well with a pre-recorded webinar. And yes, yes. How was Thank that going? For reminding me about that. I also, <laughs> you know, paid a company to do like a, a webinar thing that was supposed to garner me lead generation, which meant me spending money on ads. And that uh, I did it and I spent a ton of money on it and I spent a ton of money on ads. And it got me zero, uh, zero clients. Yeah. And I know that I wanted you to just share that story because literally that is something that I hear from people all the time that they're like, mm -hmm. oh, well, I need leads. Mm -hmm. So ads, that's going to be the easiest way to get leads. And I know we've talked a few times, quite a few times actually over the last few months about how you're like, I just want things to be easy. I just, you know, I want it to kind of like be there already. And do you think that that was kind of 
I, I mean, I'm imagining that was kind of related into like, oh, I'm going to try ads because I just want it. I want it to be easy. It's just feeling way too hard right now. Yeah. I mean, that was my whole idea behind the webinar was that like it would just be an automated thing. So it would be out there and then, you know, the ads would do their job and then I would get clients. But, you know, you really, the reason I came to you was because like everything that you said in your, whatever I I watched initially of what you said hit every single point of what I was going through, like that, you know, I think you kind of made the point that I had jumped way ahead with the automated webinar uh, before I had really set the foundations. And that really made sense to me because I paid all this money, I made all these ads, and I got zero leads. And essentially, I mean, now I understand that it's because people didn't know who I was. So seeing one ad isn't really going to help people buy into what I'm selling, right? Like you have to see something, how many times is the official number, like 17? Yeah. It, I feel like it's different every single time I hear the stat, but it, I'm somewhere around that. Yes. Yeah. And I don't have 17 times whatever amount of money I spent for the ads, right? I'm like a brand new early days coaching business, right? So, I mean, listen, if you have tons of money to spend, great. But uh, if you're a new coach, it's definitely not, uh, I can say from my personal experience, it's not going to work. I want to jump in here and just add one additional piece to this conversation. Flora talked about how you have to see things um, numerous times in order to actually like make a decision or take an action based off of that. And while that is true, I also want to clarify that it's not just about the like consistency and the familiarity. It's really more about the resonance. It's more about is what you're saying, what you're creating, what you're talking about, et cetera, et cetera. Is it something that resonates with the purchase ready version of your ideal customer? Because I've been on both sides of this equation where I have made a conversion from one person seeing one post and they reached out to me and then they started working with me. I've also been the person on the other side where I'm buying that I've converted after seeing literally one email. So it is about both the foundations, like do you know who your purchase ready ideal customer is? Are you speaking directly to them? Do you have the offer that um, is positioned in such a way that it is going to really help them solve their problems, et cetera, et cetera? And it's about the consistency with using those foundations. So you can actually create content that converts someone right away. At the same time, it's really about figuring out what those foundations are and having those in place. So that way you can convert someone from just one post. You can convert someone from 17 posts. You can convert someone from anywhere in the middle or even beyond that because you are speaking directly to the purchase ready version of your ideal customer. So um, I just, again, I'm so grateful that you're sharing this because going back to those foundations Mm -hmm. is what is actually going to be able to make any of these strategies work. You have really been working on your foundations over the last few months. And we're going to talk about like what that has looked like in a second, Mm -hmm. but that doing so now that you have that, 
you could theoretically go back to like trying to run ads again if you wanted to. Um, I maybe wouldn't say go into that right now because what you're doing is actually working. So like, let's not spread you too thin. (laughs) But you are having the foundations in place. And that is what makes any of these more surface level strategies like, oh, do a webinar and run ads to it actually successful. Mm -hmm. So I know just recently, and I'm super excited for you to share more about this, but you just had kind of a big win with your marketing. Would Mm -hmm. you tell us about what that was and what happened? Well, um, I think first of all, I switched platforms, right? Because uh, Instagram, again, it's a giant. It's very hard to find space there. Um, I think as a newer contributor. um, And so I, I don't know. I'd I don't know. I'd be interested to see how many new people are really making a, you know, dent in that market. Mm -hmm. Um, But I moved to TikTok. That was, so that was a really big switch for me. Yeah. And then I started posting regularly and got a lot of results. I was then able to use the things that I had learned in your program Because when you're not getting feedback, like for example, on Instagram, I wasn't getting feedback, right? So I didn't know if what I was doing was working or not working, right? I did get engagement, a a reasonable amount of engagement, but nothing again that was getting me uh, clients. So, but now that I'm on TikTok, now I can implement these strategies and I see which videos get me attention because I've had one that, you know, didn't have such great attention just yesterday, actually. And the difference between that one and one that did actually get me a lot of calls and a lot of responses and a lot of more positive engagement, right? And now I can see these little nuanced differences that you talk about um, in in the marketing. I could see them actually working, but without the feedback, I think it's very hard to understand sometimes what the difference is um, in different marketing strategies because they're quite nuanced, you know? I hear this a lot from clients where they feel like they're hearing crickets or they're not getting any engagement or no one is responding to the things that they're putting out there. And so then they feel like there's no way to know then what actually works. However, when you're hearing crickets, you can actually use that as feedback. And instead of blaming the algorithm or just feeling like you're stuck there and you're just always going to be in this place where you're just hearing crickets and there's no hope for you, you can use the crickets as the feedback that you're looking for. Flora wasn't getting feedback or engagement on her previous content, which was then a sign for her that something wasn't working how she wanted and needed it to in order to get new clients. This goes back to what I've talked about many times of essentially that if you want different results, you have to do something differently. Flora chose to do something different in her marketing by signing up to work with me inside of Marketing Magnified and then Expand Level 1. And then from what she learned inside these programs, she had more of a strategic plan of what she actually needed to do differently inside of her marketing to get different results. For her, that included, you know, looking at what version of her ideal customer she was talking to, Was she talking to the purchase ready person or was she talking to someone that she had to convince? Also looking at what platform she was using. She was trying to make Instagram and Clubhouse work, but those platforms were exhausting for her or overwhelming or however it was that she was feeling about those platforms. They just weren't aligned. So she switched over to a platform that actually was more fun for her and that she actually enjoyed being on. And then the last thing that she really had to shift was how she was structuring her content itself. 
So instead of kind of just throwing content out there, just hoping that someone's going to pay attention and someone is going to connect with it and convert from it, she actually now has a plan. She knows what she needs to be doing within her content. She knows that she needs to be selling. She knows what kinds of content to be creating. She has more of a plan to actually structure her content. So that way she can actually know that every single time she creates content, she gets paid. So it's not so much about the specific platform that you're on. It's not so much about, I just can't ever get feedback or engagement on such and such platform. It's really more about, once again, going back to those foundations and really looking at what am I not doing here? What can I shift? How can I make this even better? Etc. Because if you are hearing crickets and you are just not getting any engagement or no one is paying attention, then that is more of a sign that it's time to go back to your foundations. Because like I said earlier, you can put content out there and it can convert really, really quickly. You just have to know who you're talking to, how you're talking, where is going to be most aligned for you and most energizing for you to actually be showing up in marketing, and then how to actually create that content that connects and converts. Would you feel comfortable telling us about those two different videos, which, you know, the one that didn't get a lot of attention than the one that did actually get attention and then actually brought you clients? Yeah. So the one that um, I did that got the positive, like, let's say more positive attention because I got a lot more calls was one about dating advice. And it spoke, this is something you say all the time and something I'm still, that's still kind of like seeping into my brain is to use a specific example. Yeah. And in that video, I used a specific example about how people tell, like, if you're writing notes in your phone before you send a text, then this person's probably not the one, right? And that got a lot of attention because a lot of people do that. A lot of people write their texts out, you know, and in, in their notes section before they send them because they're nervous about what they're saying or if they're going to say it right. And it, it frustrated people, but then it also got a lot of really positive attention. That uh, video right now has over a million views. Mm. Um, And actually, I had to post it twice because one time there was like an issue with sound. So the second one has over 500,000 views. Wow. So it is definitely, it definitely hits home, right? Because it's that specific example that you talk about using something like specific. The second one, um, I kind of gave advice out of context, right? And literally this just happened yesterday. (laughs) Where I kind of like spouted some advice without giving it enough context. I was admittedly a little bit lazy about it because I was like, I should add more context. And I'm like, I'm so tired. These videos, you know, you can make these videos 150 times, right? Yeah. So I was just a little bit like lazy about it. And that's its own lesson, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I thought I should like add more context to this. And then I didn't and I posted it. And uh, I got a lot of like, no, don't ever do that. You should never listen to this type of advice. This is outdated advice. This is, you know, this. I got a lot of comments like that and not a lot of bookings, but I still got a lot of followers and I still got a lot of engagement, right? Again, now I can see these, the marketing happening in real time and seeing the difference between what gets me calls and leads versus what gets me just attention, you know? Mm. If you had to, and this is putting a little bit on the spot here, but if you Uh had to really look at and decide, you know, these are the things, if I do this, this, and this, that gets me leads and Mm -hmm. gets me actually, gets people on calls with me, 
And then if I don't do those things, then I end up not actually converting from these this content that I'm creating. Could you kind of put your finger on what those pieces are? This is all still seeping in, right? Because it's happening in real time. So I would say the specific, as as specific as possible, like again, I, I said that like notes in the notes section of your phone. So the more specific I get about something that people might be doing, the more, um, the more reaction it gets. And I think pain points are important, but I think that you're, again, this is like something I learned from you that, you know, if you're hitting the pain point and you're speaking to the person who's in the rock bottom, that probably isn't ready to get help for their issues. And so using the pain point, but in a way that uh, is speaking to the person who is ready to get help, right? Yeah, kind of the aspiration side of that pain point, right? Right, right. Like getting out of it or how to stop doing it or, um, you know, things like that. I want to talk a bit more in depth about these pain points that Flora is talking about. First, there is a big difference between referring to pain points and pain point prodding. Pain point prodding is continually talking about and harping on a pain point with the intention of making your ideal customer or your audience feel so in their pain that they have to buy. Referring to pain points is mentioning them in your content as a way to maybe help your audience kind of self-identify as your ideal customer, but not putting all of the focus on them. And instead, really focusing more on calling your ideal customer into their aspirations and their outcomes. As an example of this, I was literally just working with a client the other day who does somatic and body-based healing with her clients, taking them farther than uh, maybe traditional therapy or Western medicine or, you know, things like that. So we talked about how she can lead with statements that are to the effect of, you know, you've tried X, Y, Z thing and it hasn't worked. And the more you've tried, the more frustrated you've gotten, wondering when you are finally going to be able to figure out what's happening and how you can heal. But now you are ready for more. You are ready to feel better and you are ready to dig into ABC so that you can finally get XYZ transformation. (laughs) Pain point prodding in that example would start the same, you know, talking about what they've tried, how they're feeling frustrated, et cetera, but then continually taking a turn for the worse. Like now you're sick and tired of feeling this way. You're so angry at the doctors who never gave you answers, yada, yada, yada. Now, I always tell my clients to start with the foundations that I give them just to kind of get them going, but then through that process to really find and lean into a strategy that works for them. For example, when Flora is coming up with these content ideas, starting with pain points is what seems to come most naturally to her because for her, the pain points are the most obvious identifier of her ideal client. So she starts by identifying some of those pain points, and then she shifts that content into more aspiration or outcome-focused content. For some of my clients, maybe instead of starting with pain points, starting with stories feels more natural. For others, starting with a really powerful sentence or a thought or an idea feels most natural. Just like anything in life, the method for creating content that is going to feel most natural and easy and obvious for you is probably going to be different than a lot of the people around you. And that's why so much of the work that I help my clients with inside of programs like Marketing Magnified and Expand are so focused on foundations. Because when you have your foundations in place, you can use most any strategy you want to and be successful with it. You know, I think another important thing, if I may, is that 
it's one thing to read this type of material, see this type of material. It's a completely different thing when you're taking the action and seeing it happen and doing it and then seeing the results or not seeing the results and the things that you learn. I mean, I can't say enough about that part of the process that's so important, you know, actually doing it, right? Because a lot of us get stuck before we even do it. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And that's something that I think so many entrepreneurs, they're like, I just need to learn how to be better at marketing. And so then it's like, okay, I'm going to go take this course. I'm going to go learn from this person. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But then there isn't that like actual taking the step and now implementing the things that you have learned. And I know for you, like even working with you in Excite of Expand over the last few months, you have from the beginning been the kind of person who's like, okay, I'm learning. Okay, I'm going to go try it. Okay, I'm learning again. All right, I'm going to go try again. Okay, I'm learning again. I'm going to try again. And that's what actually makes anyone successful because we have to actually learn by doing. It can't just stay head knowledge. And there are nuances like you were previously talking about, there are nuances that you really only learn by doing. And I know you and I have talked a lot about that pain point thing, for example. And there was a period of time where you were attracting a lot of leads who would get on calls with you, but then they weren't actually converting. And when we looked at your content, a lot of it was really like talking to kind of those pain points and that person who is in that phase five rock bottom. And then we shifted that, right? We talked about like, how can you get into this um, speaking to the aspirations and speaking more to the phase six person who truly is ready to transform, ready to you know invest their time, energy, and or money into getting the transformation that they desire. And I know when you started to make that shift, you had kind of a win where you got quite a few clients in a short amount of time. What was that? Would you tell us that story? I'm still learning that, right? I'm still trying to figure out, like, to really nail that part of it, um, speaking to that aspirational person. But I also am starting to realize, I will answer your question appropriately, but I'm also starting to realize it's a mix. It's a mix of content too, which is also, again, something that, you know, is clear in your program. But again, it's like, I'm doing it. So now I'm understanding the uh, <laughs> the content of your program more. Um, so the switch that I made, and again, because I'm still learning to do it right or well, is really talking um, to the outcome kind of, I think, mm-hmm. of what people get out of the program and speaking to the transformation more than speaking to the the just the pain point and like I said I think that there's a mix there like speaking to the pain point and what the transformation could be right so yeah I think yeah and when you kind of started to make that shift you at one point got four new clients in just the span of two weeks right for Mm -hmm. your group program yes I did I did yeah What is that group program? Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, It's called Finding the One. uh, And it is, you know, essentially you are the one that we're looking for, right? Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's, you know, finding yourself so that you can attract the love that you want. Because once you've realized that the love that you're looking for is really the love inside of you um, for yourself, you know, you're just kind constantly looking outwardly and externally for validation um, in one way or another. And people, 
I, it's funny to say these things because I'm a New Yorker. I'm like a <laughs> buster. And it's kind of, you know, when I say them out loud, I'm like, oh my God, this sounds so cheesy, but it's really the, the truth. I mean, um, yeah. And that's kind of what my program essentially is built around. It's really, really finding that comfort and that trust and that peace and that ease inside yourself so that, you know, you just naturally attract people. You don't have to work at it anymore. It just happens. Yeah. Yeah. So last kind of question here is as we're kind of looking at this journey that you've been on, where you were really trying a lot of different things, you were doing the ads, you were, you know, maybe skipping ahead a little bit there, but you weren't actually converting to where you are now, where you're learning, you're still very much in process and you are converting at the same time. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the biggest difference of how you approach your marketing today versus back then? I think I have like a clearer understanding of what I'm doing. The degree to which I'm still kind of just making videos and just saying what I want to say and, you know, whatever way it comes out, not necessarily following the formula, but I do understand now I can go back and analyze it based on what I have learned and understand, okay, this works. This does not work right? Mm. This message hits home because it's, you know, it's specific to this client or this phase of client, right? Kind of as Mm -hmm. you taught us. Um, And this message is just, again, it's getting the attention, but is this the kind of attention I want to be getting, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it sounds like it's giving you some additional clarity basically on what you're actually doing and why or why not it isn't working. It is or isn't working. Yeah, yeah. And now, you know, even in going through TikTok and whatever, and people are speaking in marketing terms, I'm like, oh, yeah, I get that. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) uh, I should maybe try that. I don't know. But there's so much information, you know, there's like this real, uh, I think that that's really kind of important too to understand is that there's like this overwhelm of information about what you should or shouldn't be doing. And the, Clarity comes from doing something. Mm. And my something was joining this program and then taking continuous action, even though it, I didn't know what I was really doing, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. think that is a really important point to get across to people because I think sometimes people get stuck in searching for the right program or searching, is this one going to work or is that one going to work? And what you don't get, and this goes for like my clientele also, it doesn't matter. Not that it doesn't matter. (laughs) To some degree, it doesn't matter almost what the program is. What matters is that you're taking the action and moving towards your goals. Yeah. Isn't it so funny how you and I both do completely different work, but both of our clients are looking kind of for the same thing. Your client is like, where is my dream, my dream partner, you know, and they're like really trying to find that perfect person. And then so many of my clients are like, where is the right strategy? When am I going to figure it out? And like, really, again, looking for that, like, I just need to find this one thing. But in reality, it isn't actually about like, oh, if you find the right strategy or the right coach or the right partner, it's not actually about that. It's about who are you? What do you want? And what are you willing to do to then actually learn how to actually get what you want 
for your people. They have to actually do the inner work, I'm imagining, to be able to heal their attachment style and start actually loving themselves enough to be able to then have that healthy relationship. For my people, it's okay, I need to actually, of course, learn some foundations here so that way I actually know what I'm doing <laughs> or at least have something to start off with. Mm-hmm. And then I need to actually get out there, try the thing, mark it, see how it goes and make sure that I'm doing it in a way that is authentic to me as well. Um, one last thing that we just didn't actually get into here that I, I feel like there's gonna be people who are interested in this. You have made the switch over to TikTok. And in the past, you were doing things like Clubhouse. You were on Instagram. You still are a little bit on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like I deleted my uh, yeah, (laughs) but I'm just not as active as I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just know that so many people are really looking for a platform that they actually enjoy being on Mm -hmm. because they're just probably similar to you or similar to me. They were on Instagram and it felt like a beast. I got off Instagram like probably a year or so ago mm-hmm. now. Um, and they're just feeling kind of like chained to, I have to be on this platform. Mm-hmm. So for you, what inspired that shift? And mm-hmm. I think the answer is pretty obvious to this, but are you grateful that you have made that shift? Uh, it's the best decision I ever made. It fits for me because for it's so much easier for me to talk out what I'm trying to say than it is to sit down and write, you know, a whole message and you are so good at that, by the way. Like your newsletters <laughs> come out and I'm just like, how does she do this? <laughs> um, but those are my strengths, right? I'm so much, I love writing. So I, right. I do the things that are aligned with my strengths. <laughs> but And I think that that's exactly the point, you know, that you have to find the place that aligns with your strengths and trying to force something that isn't aligned with you, with your, well, I don't even want to say comfort zone, but just isn't aligned with how you speak your message. It's going to be very hard for you to be successful. And for me, TikTok, not only do I enjoy just watching the videos, you know, in my feed, but also it just made it easier for me to get my message across. Um, And The other point I wanted to make is that what my next step is, though, is to try to get my message out on all platforms um, or as many as I can. And I think that that's important, too, because I think I know I wasn't working with you, but do you remember when Instagram shut down for like had some crazy shutdown last year for I do. Yeah. And the world almost came to an end and people were <laughs> like, yeah. didn't know what to do. So I think it's really important to, you know, spread yourself around a little bit. But I also think like in these initial stages, what has been really important for me is just finding a place where I know that there is, that the ability, that I can succeed, you know, yeah. if I just work at it more. And now I can make plans, you know, future marketing plans, right? But yeah. uh, I needed that that little bit of like that boost that said like, okay, you're not crazy. You know what you're doing. <laughs> like people yeah. are listening. You're getting that, you know, validation that this is working. Now I can, you know, expand. expand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now you're making money and you know right. that you actually can sell successfully. And so right. then of course, once you have that foundation of money underneath uh-huh. you. It just makes it so much easier to start thinking about where else do I want to bring my message? How else do I want to, you know, reach my people? Right. Um, but at the beginning, like you said, it's so important to just 
kind of choose one spot, go all in there and figure out like, how do I sell? How do I market? How do I actually attract the leads? And once you kind of understand that, again, once you have those foundations, then it becomes so much easier to actually expand beyond that. Right, right. Thanks so much for this, Flora. This has been so wonderful. And I'm so glad that um, you were willing to have this conversation and kind of share more about your journey with marketing and with, you know, going from a place of not really being able to get leads to now, you know, that every time you create content, you get paid. So thank you so much, Flora. And if anyone is interested in wanting to work with Flora, uh, wanting to learn more about her, or just wanting to see her content on TikTok, uh, make sure to go to the link in the show notes. And you can go to her website, go to her TikTok, go to her Instagram. All right. Thanks, Flora. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful, by the way. I don't know about you, but I am so grateful for Flora sharing her story of learning how to actually connect and convert through her content. Because I am a big fan of transparency, I just want to give you a quick overview of Flora's timeline here. She reached out about working with me back in December, and then she joined me for Marketing Magnified in January. In February, she jumped into Expand Level 1, and she really began implementing everything that she had been learning, particularly about her messaging and her marketing for her offers. Flora already had a pretty good foundation of knowing her ideal customer and of having her offers figured out, but then actually talking about those offers and bringing leads in that actually converted wasn't consistently or really even fully happening for her. She got some new clients from her marketing almost immediately after Marketing Magnified in February, and then clients continued to come in every single month. Meanwhile, we spent the next couple of months working together on nuancing how she was talking in her marketing so that she could consistently convert from her content. For Flora, shifting out of pain point prodding and into speaking to the outcomes, aspirations, and transformation was a little bit of a challenge, and it was reflecting in the type of leads that she got. She was getting people onto calls that were either telling her the program was too expensive or they would be so excited about it and then ghost her after the call. One day in early April, it all seemed to suddenly click for her and she began to shift into speaking to the aspirations and the transformation rather than picking at pain points. And after that moment, she actually was able to get four new clients in only two weeks. Now, I hope as you've listened to this conversation with Flora that you are taking away a couple of things. First, start with the foundations. When you try to jump ahead like Flora did by jumping into ads and funnels and evergreen webinars and all of that, especially if you're trying to jump into automations or outsourcing, even though you yourself are not yet converting, it is actually more than likely just going to slow you down. Whereas when you go back to your foundations and get a bit of that foundational strategy underneath you, maybe with the help of a coach or a program, and then you go in and take messy action, that is when you're going to see rapid results. Second, you will be most successful when you do work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Flora has been doing work she loves, relationship coaching, this whole time. But the way she was doing it or how she was getting new clients or trying to get new clients was not ultimately working for her and her strengths. You can make a shift today. You can start doing something differently and you can therefore get different results. And it doesn't have to take months or years to start getting those different results. Flora made a couple of shifts and within one month she was getting new clients. 
Then she continued on this journey of learning and iterating as she actually implemented. And she's been able to almost double her email list. She got four new clients in two weeks. She's working on selling out her one-on-one and so much more. If you're ready to do something different so that you can get different results, my question to you is this. What if you started at your foundations instead of just trying yet another copy-paste strategy that so-and-so is selling? What if, from those foundations, you then allowed yourself to go all in on building a business you love, doing things in a way that feels fun and inspiring for you rather than exhausting and draining? What if you could know that every single time you created content, you got paid? If you want to learn the foundations of how to create marketing content that consistently connects and converts, then join me inside of Marketing Magnified, the marketing incubator for big-hearted entrepreneurs. You can find all of the details and sign up at wholecomedia.com forward slash marketing magnified, or simply click the link in the show notes. Our next content submission period where you will be able to get my in-depth one-on-one feedback on every single piece of content you submit is in July. So by signing up right now, you can go through the content, really start practicing, and then come July, get my feedback on all of that content. Before we jump off and finish out season three, I just want to leave you with one final story. There was a time in my business where I was struggling to convert from my content, not even consistently convert. Like I was literally struggling to convert at all. (laughs) And so I thought that the solution was getting onto a bunch of new platforms. So I dove into LinkedIn, a Facebook group, blogging and emailing in addition to trying to do all of the different things on Instagram. But what I didn't take into account was that if I was struggling to convert from one platform, that likely had more to do with me than with the platform. And when I eventually burnt out trying to be everywhere all at the same time, I decided to go all in on my Facebook group and leave the other platforms behind. I also invested in working with a coach. And through that, I learned to shift my own messaging so that I could start speaking to the purchase ready version of my ideal customer. And the very next month, I had my first 10K month. Once you have your foundations in place, it doesn't have to take a long time to start making the next level of revenue you desire to create. If you're ready to create authentic content that consistently connects with and converts your audience into paying soul-aligned clients, then sign up for Marketing Magnified at the link in the show notes now.